Hi, I'm Heba Saeed, and this is SEO in 2023 Additional Insights. Heba, what's your additional insight for SEO in 2023? I'm going to talk today about the importance of accessibility for the web pages and how does that impact our technique in SEO and how can we impact that on the websites. Okay, well, if you can, can you provide then a brief summary of where we are with accessibility at the moment? What are the key elements of accessibility at the moment that are particularly relevant for SEOs? So web content is right is talking right now about uh, accessibility and this is where SEO comes because when Google talks about a user experience or a, uh, a core update or something like that it goes where how is the user interacting with your website how is the user is reaching your content and understanding your content so if we're not doing this for a website we're losing a lot of diversity here some numbers say that 15% of the minorities are dis- uh, are people with disability. So we have like different impairments, wherever is it, is it vision, intellectual or uh, physical uh, disability. But 2.2 billion of people were having a visual impairment of some kind. So if we're not targeting these people, we're losing a lot of percentage in our website. And our clients are losing like revenue and losing sales as well. So as an SEO, I have the responsibility to make these uh, easier for user to use. I want to make this website easier for user. I want to make this website easier for crawling to crawl the website and to rank afterward. So to make it accessible, I need to go through four core points. It needs to be uh, perceivable operable, understandable, and robust. What does that mean for me is like making everything in the website uh, from codes uh, as an HTML code, it should be accessible, it should be easy, it should be simple for uh, assistive technologies to to read this because we're doing, uh, right now we're having assistive technology for different impairments and these assistive technology are using operating systems and these systems need to get into your website and read each and every details. And it should be like accessible, uh, it should be organized, it shouldn't be repeatable. Uh, it, the content itself, uh, as an SEO, we need to make this content usable for the user. So um, as we say, we have techniques for SEO like title tags, description tags, headings, and stuff like that. These are the important keys that we should go through and make it uh, unique for each page. So I was thinking when you initially started to share there that you talked about wanting to deliver a great user experience, but then I was wondering how does Google actually judge whether your site is delivering a great user experience. Um, and then when you're carrying on actually sharing there and you're talking about things like uh, making a website accessible and having good HTML code, are Google is, is Google just looking at the source code of a web page to determine if that web page is accessible? The thing is, Google is, is using a tool like the assistive tools. So when someone is using an assistive tool and it's very easy for their tool to read the website without any complication and without delay, that means that Google would do the same. 
you will see the website at ease and without delay. That means it's gonna be faster, it's gonna be mobile friendly, it's gonna be user friendly. And these are the, 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 the things that Google are mentioning in every Anthingo day that we should make our website faster. We shouldn't like have a delay. We shouldn't have a pop-up from anywhere and stuff like that to deliver the content in a more accessible way. If um, an SEO is just getting started with making their websites more accessible, it hasn't really been considered in the past. Obviously, there's so much that can be done that you've listed already. What are the initial steps? What are the key elements to get right to begin with? Uh, if you're using a JavaScript, you should uh, ask your developer to look into the code and use an ERA uh, code. It's something that's out there for developers that they can use, and it's very easy for the assistive technology to read. Uh, if, you read uh, if you're having um, any website that we take in SEO, the first thing we do is like go to Lighthouse and see how it's performing and how is the speed and how every single detail in this kind of a a report is very important important for accessibility so if you if you can like go into depth of coding you just have to do your work you just have to uh, add alt tags for images you have to uh, ask people to add into the video uh, video or media in the website um, transcripts and add um, audio description of what's happening inside your website because if you're if you're delivering the content into videos and someone is blind or visually impaired that would be hard for him to understand what you're doing so you're losing about two billion of people out there this is a very simple step that you can take that is not very hard you can like edit the font if the font is very small you can edit add as a feature in a website that you can enlarge fonts for everyone as he needs. This is something very easy to do. And same goes for like high contrast colors for the background and the foreground and stuff like that. Adding tags is it's our daily job. So adding tags for each, each and every page, this is going to be very easy for any user to use and even Google, of course. This kind of thing, the navigation, yes, it should be like, you should have a navigation. It should be the same for each page. The navigation should be simple and direct. And you should have a sitemap, uh, an easy sitemap for everyone to use. An HTML sitemap you're talking about there? Yes, yes, that would be very helpful. How do you measure the impact of accessibility on SEO? Because I think intuitively, it's the right thing to do. There are millions, possibly billions of people out there that can benefit from in- improved accessibility on a, on a web page. But, but how does Google actually take what you're doing with accessibility of your site and use that information to determine where you should be ranked and how your ranking should improve? It does not work like in a ranking should improve because you're doing accessibility. If you're delivering the content for everyone and you're having a high demand for, and you know, like you're having a less bounce rate and higher uh, demand for a website, that will work good for your business. It doesn't work like I need to rank. No, you, you just need your business to to prospect and to gain more users and to get more sales whatever business you're delivering the content for. So this is how it works because 
when someone is visiting my website every day because he think it's very informative and this is how I get my answer for my queries and stuff like that, that, that will encourage Google to uh, crawl more of my website, to index more of my website and new content that I'm adding, it's gonna be indexed easier and faster because this is a website that they have an expertise, they, uh, people trust them, and they have good content that users are, are relying on. So this is how you can gain you know, more traffic, you can gain more sales, and that's how you can, like, if you're comparing before accessibility and after, it's the same thing as comparing before SEO and after SEO. Understood. So what you're saying is, it's definitely better for the user you can experience that and measure that by um, perhaps using tracking scripts to see what users do on their on your website. But Google aren't going to measure that directly and impact yes. its rankings because of that. However, what Google will look at is the result that happens after you impact better accessibility. And so if you make it easier to actually discover what your web page is about, people will spend longer on your web pages. Exactly. Um, they're more likely to demonstrate to Google that they've found the result, what they're looking for in your site, and that higher click-through rate or higher retention, your site is more likely to then positively impact your SEO. Yes, exactly. And we've talked about Google quite a bit. Um, other other search engines, um, it, picking up on these kind of metrics and uh, making positive decisions on the result of accessibility uh, just as much as Google is? Yes, because everyone, every uh, search engine is now looking for the speed of a website and the easy coding for a website. This is all rely on the accessibility as well. So when we talk about Google here, we're talking about any crawler uh, or a technology that is trying to enter your website and read whatever you're having in a website without seeing any images or any colors or anything, just reading the code itself. So it should be easy for the, uh, the, the technology that you're using and any technology uh, that the, um, the people with disabilities are using as well. And you mentioned Lighthouse. Are there any other software tools that you recommend for doing an analysis on how a website or a web page is performing from an accessibility perspective? Uh, yes, and um, I'm like recommending a tool if you want to um, check if your website is using accessibility well or not, if you want to know if you're having any error or something that you can add, uh, you can use an AxDev tool it's a web accessibility testing tool uh, that you can download via uh, Chrome extension. And this uh, tool is accessing your web page and debugging every data inside your web page and gets you the report that you would need if you want to check for accessibility. Okay, superb. Yes, we have another one. It's called uh, Wave, yes. It's doing the same thing. It's like you're debugging the website within the tool and then the tool gets you what you need to do to gain more accessibility in the website. If you're having any issues, if you're having any error out there that you can fix. Okay, superb. Okay, well, thanks for those recommendations. So you certainly shared that um, SEOs need to be thinking about accessibility more in 2023. But um, now let's talk about what SEOs shouldn't be doing. So what's something that's seductive in terms of time, but ultimately counterproductive? What's something that SEOs shouldn't be doing in 2023? 
I still see people thinking about how Google is working rather than thinking about what the user needs from you. So when you're working with a website or a new client, you just need to see how the, the client needs his user to find him more because when you work in a user based it's you're going to be more creative you're going to know how you're going to target that user and how you can serve him good and make this website accessible for this person more than just thinking about some uh, you know software that you should rank for uh, so uh, you should rank in. So if you're using uh, this as a user-based website first and then a crawler, it's gonna help you very well to like rank very well in Google. So you just, you know, like take a step back when you're thinking about links and buying links and guest posting and stuff like that and just concentrate on your website, make it more accessible for people, uh, put a very useful content, um, uh, you know, target your user first and then think about everything else. Okay, so SEOs shouldn't just think about Google, certainly, but um, should SEOs think about both the user and Google? Or are we of course. progressed enough um, so that the SEO only We're has to focus on the enough. user and Google won't, won't actually follow from that? If we like focused on user, I, I see it this way. So if I'm, I'm focused as Heba to reach everyone in this world to know about something, then I'm focused in, in like the, the, the whole diversity and how can someone with visual impairment see my website and how can someone with like you know, auditory impairment can check my website. And these kind of things, that mean that I can make it accessible for a software. And this is where comes Google. So if you're thinking about these people, then it will come later that you're thinking about Google itself. Heba Saeed is a freelance SEO who used to work for Canva, and you can find her by searching Heba Saeed, that's H-E-B-A-S-A-I-D, on LinkedIn. Heba, thanks so much for adding your additional insight to SEO in 2023. Thank you, David. Thank you. It was lovely meeting you. I've been your host, David Bain, and you've been listening to SEO in 2023 Additional Insights. A majestic series that complements the original SEO in 2023 podcast, video series, and book. Find out more over at seoin2023.com. <laughs>